Hello and welcome to another episode of... Everyone is a fanatic. Skeletons in the attic. My name is Brandon, this is Patrick. Our show is overly dramatic. <laughs> Our show is overly dramatic. Na 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 na. Woo! Getting better and better. I just love it. Ugh. Awesome. What a week, man. What? I know. So I'm watching some old comedy specials, man. That's that's the level I'm at right now. Cool. Yeah. What are you watching? Who who's your favorite right now? Had a uh, I went I went way back, man. I, I'm I pulled out I pulled out the old Joan Rivers. Oh really? Yes. She's she's badass. Yeah, she is a badass, man. Yeah. She so my wife's in the same room. And I'm just right. watching on my phone. Uh-huh. And like you can hear the audio and she's just like ripping everyone the right. gays the lesbians fat people old people chinese people. every now and again my wife would be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what are you doing <laughs> i she, mean uh, yeah you know how we were talking about how norm mcdonald went after oj yeah jo- joan rivers went after elizabeth taylor like that oh yeah he was like a heat-seeking missile to make fun of old Liz. And anybody who walked down the red carpet. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anybody, man. She is. Yeah. I feel like her her jokes and that special itself, The it's called um, Don't Start With Me. Okay. All right. her jokes are literally a master class in how to write punchlines. Absolutely. You know, she had that timing. Well, she was, you know, she grew up in the Catskills. She's, she, uh, she's a real-life Maisel. She's you know? so good. So yeah. good. And, I, and her stuff, like she was 78 doing this, 78 yeah. doing this special. I'm like, yeah. my grandma, I don't think she would be good at stand up at 78. <laughs> 78. Oh well, my gosh. Did you see? Um, I assume you've probably seen some of the Comedy Central roasts. The one I've seen, I've seen them all, man. I've yeah, seen the one all. of her yeah. is awesome. Yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. The, uh, and I think. I could be wrong and probably am because I, I often am, but I think that if Joan Rivers had have lived, uh, Donald Trump would have been a better president. Cause she, she'd be like, listen, darling, you gotta just, you know, <laughs> I don't think she'd stand for half of that crap. That, that's something I want to ask you. Like, do you think, I think because she is just so vicious. Right. And she died like just before cancel culture was just kind of starting. Right. Do you think she would have been canceled? Uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I she, she might have been canceled because she, and the reason I bring up Trump is because she won The Apprentice one year. Yeah. So she yeah. was like, you know, but um, no, I don't think she would have been canceled. I think she's one of those people, because Stevie Wonder apparently had some controversy a couple of weeks ago. He's uncancelable. Right? right. So. I think Joan Rivers is also one of those people that would have been uncancelable. Okay. And she has such a massive gay and drag following. Right. But, uh, you know, any, I think, honestly, I think, uh, I think the Wokesters would have come to her defense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why, do you, you think she might have been? I just uh, don't know. I, 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 would she end up like Kathy Griffin? Because she's still, she was, she was well off, but she wasn't in a position where she could just be like, you know what? I have enough money. I don't care about you guys. I don't think she was right. in that type of, yeah position I financially i don't think she had fu money no you know no but, uh, she had fu cred yes yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. that's a good question yeah what are you watching these days? <laughs> oh golly i don't you know <laughs> like I, I said last week i'm like out of netflix right You're right uh, but you have to understand for every gem there's like a thousand pieces of crap okay so I, I, the, the last good thing I watched was Downton Abbey. And I was a little late to the party, but, right. you know, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm sort of a, I'm an Anglophile or <laughs> an Anglerast, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I find, like, now that it's over, I watched the entire six seasons. Again. And the movie, the movie that came out. So now I'm just empty. I got, like, nothing, nothing will compare 
to wow. Downton Abbey. So yeah, I'm just saying golly, and I'm drinking tea yeah. all the damn time. So Downton Abbey, another. I, I haven't watched that show. Really? But I watched the. I, I like British. I like the British series though. I, I really like them. I think they they are some of the best done series on TV. I think better than oh, the Canadian absolutely. stuff for sure. Wow. Um, you ever seen Top Boy? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. so I, I watched that. Okay. Cool. And every time you know you finish a British series, all of a sudden you automatically turn into a Brit. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling everyone bruv. What's up, bruv? <laughs> you know, that's an, inter an interesting question I would have for you is because he's so brilliant, is Sasha Barrett Cohen, is he cancel proof because of uh, Ali G in the house? Uh, no, not at all. Like, he's, he's still young. I don't think he has that FU money either. So right, right. I think okay. he can still get canceled if he, if he messes up. Right. You, okay. can't, you can't, like, make fun of a culture at this point in time like he did with uh Bora. oh yeah no you couldn't you couldn't do it now no so yeah. i think if he were to try to push that boundary again he would he would get canceled yeah yeah it's uh it's a canceling world yeah, yeah. what do you think your sorry what yeah. do you think your survival skills would be like as a uk drug dealer um Probably, well, it depends because if I was dealing to like the women on Downton Abbey, mm -hmm. I think I'd be okay. If it was like, <laughs> it was like oh, you'll, you'll crack my lady. Right. You know, if it's stuff like that. On the East End, I don't know if I could make it. I don't know. I got a little top boy quiz for you. All right. Here's a few words. I just want to know. Okay. What, which one, which of these, like, what do you think the meaning of these words are? All right. Okay. Okay. Here's your first one. Wagwan. Wagwan? Wagwan. Um, I, I do know that one of the things they do is they'll use a word and then that, that rhymes with another word. So Wagwan probably means like shotgun. Oh, okay. No, what? it's what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's, like, that's like Jai. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, what's going on? Wagwan. Wagwan. Yeah. Wagwan. Okay. yeah, all my all my Persian students pretend they're Scarborough gangsters. Right. So they Wagwan. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. All Wagwan. right. So okay. right now you're failing the quiz. Uh, second right. question. What's food? Food. Food. Um, food. Can you say it in the accent? Did you bring the food, mate? Did you bring the food, mate? Okay. Well, that's probably uh, shit. I don't know. I, I assume it's coke. Nice. Yeah, it's one of the oh, drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's drugs. Your drugs. I'm glad, my, I'm glad my assumptions are correct. Good, good, good. All right. <laughs> what's what's Rambo? What's Rambo? Rambo. Yeah. Um, I like your very subtle get the hell out of here, kid. Get the hell out of here, kid. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Rambo means get the hell out of here, kid. Um, <laughs> Hold on one second. I gotta find a way to pause this. Sure, it's another seamless edit by Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll f fix it up and we'll fix it in post. It's all good. So a Rambo's gotta oh, what's be. What's a Rambo? Yeah. It's it's either a gay slur or it's like a uh, like a leader. Oh, he's the Rambo man. Oh, he's the. He's the Rambo. Oh, well, go on. Don't mess with me. Oh, the Rambo. It's a it's a large knife. It's a large knife, man. You bring oh, your that makes sense. There that has etym etymological value. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, so you're not going to do well in the... Um... <laughs> yeah, but you know that. I mean, you, I, could, I could Google it right now and you wouldn't know, you know? I mean, but yeah. I'm, playing it, I'm playing it like commando here. So. Right, right, right. You're playing... So. Yeah, okay. Ironically. Okay. <laughs> so I, got a, I have a friend who teaches yoga and uh, he listens to the podcast. And he like he loved our our little mental health message at the end of the podcast last week, and you know, sure. he just wants to share a little bit of tidbit of information with the public. Let everybody know, yoga instructors are not psychiatric professionals. All right, they can't solve any of your problems. If you need to see someone about it, don't go to your yogi. Go right. to a psychiatrist. Just want to let everybody know that because some a lot of people like go to their yoga instructors for guidance. Do you know that? 
like people will be like what do you think i should do about this and this and this like i i just yeah. do stretches man like <laughs> i can't tell you, you can't, yeah everybody assumes they're so self-actualized how to fix your life you know they're at least further along in their psychological spiritual journey yeah i feel the same about bartenders i i i seek, uh, I oh, seek that's true. That's true. that's true and and probably two for barbers like my 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 hairstylist barber yeah 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 he gets a lot of questions so the barbers are also like psychiatrists so it happens like that yeah it must be difficult now because all their all their clients must sound like charlie brown's teacher oh lord yeah right sorry that was a lot funnier in my head that, in your head it, it, it always works in your head. It's, you know it is a comic symphony <laughs> in my head all right so right now if you're on youtube the channel we're gonna cut to our special segment which we previously recorded with uh special guest correspondent jamie um if you're listening to the podcast i'll be at the end of our show you'll get our special entertainment update with jamie all right Next, we have our book review, which is a book that I read this past week, and we're going to talk about it. So this is another singer slash entertainer. This is CeeLo Green, and his, uh -huh. uh, his memoir was called Everybody's Brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't called Forget You? No, <laughs> or F You. <laughs> yeah, that's the cool version. That, I is like that, the, version. that is the song, wasn't it? Where the change in my pocket just wasn't enough. So are, we allowed to are we on cbc yet can i no, yell the end okay yeah yeah we're trying right. we're trying but like i learned a lot about this guy he's cool. a cool dude yeah he was a cool guy um he he's a legit gangster dude though he used to like rob yeah. people take their shoes like you wouldn't believe like looking at him at his height and size that he was capable of all that stuff but right huh. you know he was a gangster well, I, yeah i guess i mean there there's plenty there's been plenty of uh big unwieldy gangsters right you don't, well, you don't like, have to look like uh like snoop dogg to be able to pull off a heist no but there's rappers who like talk the game yeah and then there's guys who actually did it sold the drugs right. and you know actually got shot at yeah yeah he's one of them hmm. but like he was he was probably one of the only ones who lived in his neighborhood who could sing and rap. So he was like sure. sort of an originator yeah. in that, in that time. Yeah. It's cool. It's, I mean, a hit's a hit, you know, that was, that's true. That's true. That crossed, I think that was number one on the country charts for a while. Mm. That was like the biggest bluegrass hit, you know, I but mean, that, everybody, everybody loved that song. Yeah. Yeah. But he, to me, uh, he only had a couple. Okay. He only had a couple like big songs, and, he, yeah. and even he would admit like he's he didn't really blow up. Um, but his his influence is more. He feels more of a soulful connection teaching people than he does actually like performing. That's okay. why he's like a, a judge on The Voice. Um, oh, hasn't he been on all those shows? I used to see the commercials. He's on the voice. Like he's uh he's 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 been re-signed on the voice many times. So yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um I, I've never seen I don't I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't I don't watch it either, but <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, but his book, so it was read by like his buddy, Big Gip, a rapper. Okay. Uh, if you like I, I listen to these books while I do my rides. Right. So yeah. it's like an audio book. I'll run for I'll, I'll ride for like an hour and a half and Okay. this stuff is going you know that it's a professional job would you agree like uh, be, being being a, a, being a voice actor well very much so it's lucrative like it's well why yeah. does everybody think they can do it <laughs> just because you have a voice doesn't make you a voice actor yeah or capable of reading well, dude, a book. You and I we do comedy, right? Yeah. So, I mean, why does everybody think they can do it? It's, uh, <laughs> just because you like to cook doesn't mean you have to open a restaurant. Right, so, right. It's like, oh, you didn't burn the grilled cheese. You should go pro. Right. You know, it's, uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of voiceover. I've known lots of voiceover actors. I can't, you know who my favorite one is? Uh, H. H. John Benjamin. Okay. Uh, Archer. 
oh. and yeah. Bob's Burgers. He did. He talks like he talks. He didn't yeah. change his voice at all. He just oh. does the one voice. But it's just such a compelling animation voice that he gets hired just to be just to talk like him. It's like right. Bill, Murray, Bill Murray or something. Mm. Yeah, I like, like I, I, I like I the mean, character of the voice, but like. You know you shouldn't be voice acting if if you say a sentence like that. He said stuff like, in this one Pacific time, I had to stop. I had to stop my bike. Like, did he? I, I had to rewind it. In this one Pacific time, like, did you mean, did you mean specific, bro? <laughs> like, Maybe he was choking on his Pasquetti. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's good uh, so here's a question like random question about CeeLo okay is Gnarls Barkley a uh, musical group or a really bad basketball player <laughs> well to answer that I have to be crazy but uh yeah did I, did I hit that falsetto properly yeah that was good that was good oh okay right yeah it's a musical group you know that my last name is Barkley, as Bro in Charles, as in Gnarls. Gnarls, yeah. So, so you yeah. knew it was like a duo. Um, I only know that one, maybe one or two yeah. songs. It was him and yeah. him and another guy, another rapper. Right. Um, but like I did not know it was a duo for the longest time. I thought he changed his name to Gnarls Barkley. Right. And then all of a sudden he comes back. And it's CeeLo Green. I was like, what the hell? Why would you change your name twice? Like, this is weird. Yeah. 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 But he clarified that in the book. So. No, absolutely. And he was very oh. pacific about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's people, that, uh, there's people that do that. I mean, look, yeah. at, look at Buster Poindexter. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's Johansson. From, right. Uh, so um, we're, are we moving to, what are we on now? Okay. What are we on? Yeah, your first Canadian topic. Let's well, my first. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we're on to Canada now. You know the the viewers the 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 listeners might not know, but the viewers do that we're doing okay. this slightly different time. So I've uh, I'm a little off. Not that I'm ever on. But... <laughs> All right. Tell that so... to your girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> your wife don't mind. <laughs> um, Neil Young. Okay. Canadian icon and newly minted American citizen is suing uh what's the, what's that guy's name the uh president of the United 45. States 45 45 yeah his name it kind of hurts my throat to say his name Yeah 45 Yeah um so he's suing him for using rockin' in the free world at his rallies Oh So here's a little quote um <clears throat> This complaint is not intended to disrespect the rights and opinions of American citizens who are free to support the candidate of their choosing, Young's lawyer said in the complaint. However, a plaintiff in good conscience cannot allow his music to be used as a theme song to a divisive, un-American campaign of ignorance and hate. So, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> he follows in a uh, long line of artists who have insisted that politicians or rather conservative politicians, uh, either cease and desist or ask for express permission to use their songs, you know, for which they'll be denied anyway. Right. Um, these artists include Aerosmith, Roseanne Cash, Green Day, Rolling Stones, Elton John, Linkin Park, Lord, Pearl Jam, and Sia. Um, but Neil Young is actually suing him. Now, he's not suing him for copyright infringement or, or royalties or anything like that. He's basically just saying stop. Um, <clears throat> once a song is out there, though, it can be played. Now, I don't totally disagree with them hating 45, okay. but the idea, so is Neil going to start suing like country bars? Because they're in Republican territory. He's going to sue country bars for having him on their jukebox. Yeah. If, if, a, if a musician themselves isn't woke enough are, are they going to be forbidden from like jamming neil, neil young covers um would these artists prefer if conservatives simply don't buy their music um because or even like listen to it or even mention it it's like it's like nigel's final tab oh don't even look at it don't even look at it you, you know it's like so i'm sure that the record companies would probably take issue with uh, demanding 
purity of the buyers, right? Mm -hmm. So is Neil Young to be applauded for forbidding 45 to use his music? Or is the former Canadian citizen being overly dramatic? First of all, I love how you call him formerly Canadian. Well, I, I, uh, he's a dual he's citizen. Dual. Is he dual? Okay. Yeah, you can, Canadian U.S., is, this, you can have dual citizenship. Not That's same. hilarious. That's hilarious. It's, it's wrong. What are we, in Russia? <laughs> you have to give it up to be uh, American. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> He had to defect. He had to defect to California, where he's been. I, I don't think. I don't think he's being overly dramatic at all. Okay. He's just basically saying he doesn't want anything to do with forty-five. He doesn't want anything. Don't play my music. Don't quote my songs. Don't even say my name in front of your supporters. All right. Because yeah. we know what forty-five stands for, and whatever that is, that's not classy. And Neil Young, as an artist, he wants to be known as a classy man, a man of principle, a man with morals. So if you let Trump play your songs and rallies, I guess, in a sense, you're guilty by association. He just doesn't want to be affiliated with the guy. No. I'm not 100% certain that all these artists consulted lawyers, but some of them did. Aerosmith, Tom Petty, they both sent cease and desist letters. Mm -hmm. Right? The Stones as well. But I'm pretty sure it sounds like there's nothing you can really do. Like, what do you like? You, you can't really sue. It's not a real copyright infringement. The song is out there, as you already said, right? Right, right. And 45 knows that. He knows that. It's out there. I can use your music, but the artists themselves are coming back to him and saying, listen, don't, don't, please. Like, this is not, I am not representing you. I don't want to be in your. And I don't want your any of my music affiliated with you. Yeah, I think that's fine. You know who the first one to do it was, or at least the first really big story of it, it was thirty years ago. It was uh, Springsteen? It? Springsteen told Reagan to stop using "Born in the USA." Okay. And his rallies, which is kind of funny because "Born in the USA" is a very cynical song about the way that they shafted Vietnam veterans. Okay. You know, and yet they're playing it like na 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 na. It's the most. Uh, it should be the new American anthem, almost. Yeah, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All the all those who were left behind by the system. But, but you uh, know, so I read up spring scene you mentioned, but they and then Trump uses his song again. Right. And Adele, they both, they both had a different sort of strategy. So then they mm-hmm. both, um, they both like. Instead of trying to sue him or send any cease and desist letters, they both just went publicly said, I don't endorse this. And then they endorsed the other candidate, Hillary. Right. But yeah, that, yeah. Didn't, that didn't really help. So. Yeah, Hillary had all the celebrities. Yeah. It wasn't, uh... Yeah. No, Trump's a special case because there are beloved people who supported uh, Bush and mm-hmm. other Republican, you know, Bruce Willis, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, right. stuff like that. They all supported yeah. Republicans. Yeah. But it's, it's just different with Trump. He has made everything so widely divided. Yeah. Um, but see, my, I'm of two minds of it. Well, frankly, I'm of one mind, which is I don't really care. Right. But it's an interesting subject. But I'm of two minds in the sense that um, the lawyers said, we're not here to tell American citizens how to think or who to vote. We're not trashing them. Yeah. But you kind of are in a way, you know, I mean, it's the most honest leftists, the most honest people on the left say, don't blame the voters. They felt desperate. They, they did what they felt they had to do. Right. It's not a, it's not deplorables, not a country of racists. It's people that just didn't want to have the same system. Agreed. So Agreed. Hate 45 as we all do, but don't hate us, the, the voters. Yeah. Because you're going to need them. Yeah. You know, so. Anyway. Yeah. They, the majority or the, I wouldn't say majority because it wasn't the majority vote. It was very close and Hillary actually won overall. But the people yeah. who voted were fed up with the system as is. Yep. Right? Yep. And he happens to represent the other party. Mm-hmm. Well, he represented the outside. The problem, though, is that people didn't know just how inside the swamp he was. Yeah. But anyway, this is Canada. To put it, light- to put it lightly. But I like what, I like what Guns N' Roses did. So did you, did you see what they did with their, their – their, uh, so they had the live and let die song? 
Right, which is so McCartney. Then, right. Yeah, so then they um they took that and they made a T-shirt, live and, live and let die with COVID-45 shirt. <laughs> All proceeds went to charity. Wow, that's like that's like a that's like a thinker. That's like a mess. That's, that's a good one. Wow. And then also there was there was some good that came out of it for a Canadian band at least. You heard about Nickelback? I, I, I tend not to listen about Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> the most trash Canadian the most like sh- trashed upon Canadian band of all right. time. Right. Who actually have good music, like decent music. From the it's 90s. not their fault. It's, it's not, not their, their fault. fault, you know. Like they're fine. He does his job. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he 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 used one of their songs, right? Hero. He did. Uh, was a hero? I don't recall exactly which one. Okay. You're probably right. They opposed it publicly, and then yeah. he took it down. Right. This was on his like Twitter. Okay. Their sales went up five hundred percent. Uh huh. Wow. So like 10 bucks for a Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Oh, Patrick. Oh, my. That's oh, how you get Joan Rivers to help you with that joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to her grave, and she just, like, inspired me. Like just, Carrie. Like, you know, yeah, just spread it through. Man. All right. We're ready. we're ready for the second Canadian topic? We are. This one's mine. So I've been like totally fascinated by BC lately. Everything, everything BC I wanted to like talk about. Yeah. So I'm looking up there. They're like the BC star and all this stuff looking for headlines. This time we're heading to Haida Gwaii. You've heard of Haida Gwaii, formerly known as the Queen Charlotte Islands. It's Haida like the Gwaii. north, northwest of BC. Yeah. Some tiny, tiny chain of islands. I used to live in Vancouver. Okay. Right? Okay, so like a lot of indigenous uh, folk live there. Yeah. A very small population, around 5,000 right now. Yeah. So non-residents <clears throat> are not allowed to travel to Haida Gwaii anymore. Uh, even yeah. though they're in phase three. Uh, so the, the West Coast Fishing Club was shocked by the decision. Obviously, they rely very heavily on tourism as part of their uh, economy. Haida Gwaii, the reason being, they've had some COVID outbreak. Now listen to these numbers. They had one day with 27 new cases and one death. And then I looked for another headline, I saw 13 new cases. Okay. Population 5,000. Right. That's like less than a half a percent. Okay. Okay. Are the health officials in Haida Gwaii protecting the public appropriately, or are they blown this way out of proportion and being? Overly dramatic. Um, well, that's, see, that's interesting because we, 5,000 people yeah. on the Queen Charlotte, or the, the Haida Gwaii Island, yeah. um, and 13, now, is this per day? Or this was like, random? yeah, like separate days where I could find information. So you're looking at numbers like less than 20 per day. Right. In, the, in like uh, late July. Well, if they're going to, that's where you'd think, I mean, frankly, if, if, if they're the philosophy by which they've, uh, they've shut off their island, it should be zero cases, right? So, well, they, well, they had some people come back in. Right. Um, to f- to that fishing the, company yeah. and so then they were like well obviously you guys brought it so we're shutting it down yeah so again it's it's public health versus versus economic gain all yes. the time mm-hmm. you know, that's just that's that's how it is um i i i it would have been such a nice story if they had have just shut it down and then had zero cases you know well, so all, maybe okay. that's where they're heading in two weeks. Maybe. Right, right. You can't speak right now, but right as of right now, it's yeah. closed off to the public. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, I guess they're allowed to... Um, now, is the entire... This is, this is kind of like, because I don't know enough about it, but is mm-hmm. the entire island... Is it a, 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 a native reserve? 
Is the entire place now? No, there's like different okay. different parts where certain people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's well spaced out. I was there like ten years ago. Oh. Okay. Yeah. My my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, he used to have a place out there. He lived there for probably seven years. Okay. Right. Yeah, he was doing forestry work out there. Sure. Working with the government and cheap rent. You know, saved a lot of money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah. But you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's such a small population, right? So everybody knows you and. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, there, and there's probably, uh, you probably, there's not many hookers, I guess. <laughs> the loggers. I mean, loggers, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I went there and I'll, I'll say this. I saw at one point, maybe 10 people at a local coffee shop. Yeah. I did not see more than 10 people at any one place in time. Yeah. I don't know if you guys like you and me would go crazy or if we'd really like it. Cause sometimes I fantasize about having this sparse little village, a coastal you, village, you're perfect island. Island, you know, to, so yeah. I can write books. But then I think, I mean, you and I are creatures of the GTA, right? So I don't mm -hmm. know if I could function where everybody knew me. Exactly. You know? I think need what, that anonymity. Absolutely. That's, that's why comedy works for us, right? You can go perform if you bomb, you guys will never see me again. I don't care. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, uh, uh, well, you know, you think it'd be like, like New Zealand apparently set a good example of how to deal with the, uh, the pandemic spreading. Yeah. Um, luckily like their cases remain very low and they shut, you know, their, their access down. Yeah. But luckily nobody ever really wants to go to New Zealand. Right. But people Partially want to true. go. Yeah. 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 You know, people want to go to, uh, to Northern mid, mid Northern BC. So yeah, no, that's a real shame. I'm I, I'm upset about that because it seemed like they were had a good batting average and then they just succumbed to. Uh, but that's understandable too, you know. But like right? I I I don't want to feel like a second class Canadian. I want to be able to visit any part of Canada. Why right. are you not letting us in? We're not we're yeah. not in a country that's struggling with a COVID outbreak. You know, we're right. managing it. We would say. Right. So for you, that's like saying, okay, Thornhill, we're putting up a barrier. Nobody yeah. enters King City. Right. We're blocking you out, you know, like. Well, that's, yeah, that's, you're absolutely right. I agree with that. I mean, you know, the, the argument goes back and forth. Do we lock everything down to preserve public health or do mm -hmm. we, you know, um, you keep our economy going because people still have to pay their bills and feed their kids. Yeah. Right. So the way that social media has done the hierarchy basically is that there's this, 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 and people that, you know, pay their rent and feed their kids are on the bottom as a priority, yeah. which means that all the people making the rules don't have rent to pay or kids to feed. Yeah. So they just don't quite understand that, but no, that's a real shame. Yeah. I agree with you too. Um, I'd like to build a wall around rich around Thornhill. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that, would be, that would be perfectly fine. Oh man, Are we I almost, almost died out there, man. We saw we were like hiking. There was a a black bear, oh, yeah? out in the woods, just like chewing on some cherries. Really? My brother in law, all he had was a whistle. Is that more top boy lingo? Oh no, no it was man. a black bear chewing on some cherries. No, he's just he was uh, he's a black bear just chewing on some cherries, like real, like he's on the path, like you're walking through the woods, just like a bear yeah. just sitting there eating his cherries. Did he see you? Like, yeah, he saw us. Wow. My, and my brother-in-law just had his little whistle. He's like, they don't like noise. I'm like, well, you should have brought the hunting gun just to make me feel a little safer, man. Like, <laughs> oh, he yeah. just brought his whistle. He's like, they don't like noise. You just bang your bang your pots or blow your whistle loud as you Patrick's can. They'll run away. I'm like, okay, bud, you do that. I'll, like <laughs> I'll put the like gun in my bag. Either. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put that gun in my bag. All right. Jeez. All right. Anyway. All right. Where are we now? You're on your topic. I'd like to talk about, um, all right. So this is like, okay. You and I agree all the time about everything. Yeah. It's according to our CBC application. This, yeah. This is according yeah. to all, all our, all our fans. Yes. All our, all our fans know that we align perfectly. <laughs> um, I get mad at dumb nonsense. <laughs> you might, you might've gleaned that by now. Uh, <laughs> 
So there's an article. I, I might have saw it was either the post. It was either the post or the Globe. It's from the uh, the Canadian Associated Press. Okay. Um, and the, so the headline: <clears throat> Leadership apologizes after report finds <sighs> systemic racism at human rights museum. <laughs> so so let that sink in. Um, well, this is the one I, in Winnipeg. This is the one in Winnipeg, right? That's right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, so I, I have three issues with uh, this headline alone. Not even, not even the content. I have three <laughs> issues with this, with this headline. Okay, because first, if the left has already determined that every single thing in this horrific living hellscape that we call Canada mm -hmm. is rife with systemic racism, then isn't it sort of redundant that we keep finding it? Mm -hmm. um, because sidewalks are racist, plumbing is racist, driver's licenses are racist, and now a human rights museum is racist. Yeah. So that's issue number one. And you can, you can, you can unleash on me in a second. Oh, you're going to get it. <laughs> I hope so. Um, second, remember when apologies used to work? Right. You'd say, you'd say sorry for offending someone, and they would forgive you. Not anymore. Apologies are just blood in the water. It's an admission of guilt, so your assailants feel justified in punishing you worse yeah. if you apologize, so don't bother doing it. Third, quote unquote, a report finds. Okay, now, a report. Do we have to commission a report every time somebody gets pissed about something? These are boom times in the outrage industry. Don't kid yourselves. There are plenty of people making a lot of money for being professionally aggrieved. Okay. L look at the so-called experts on panel shows and the bloated budgets of universities and more and more corporations with their equity officers and grievance counselors. Not grief counselors, because that would be useful. Grievance counselors. <laughs> so this is, it's a cottage industry full of grifters making a mint on liberal guilt these days. And trust me, we will never have true social justice as long as we have people making a living from complaining about social justice. Yeah. Nothing, nothing actually happened in this, this, this uh, situation at this human rights museum in Winnipeg. A few exhibits had to be censored because they're having school kids in. It's a, it's a human rights, okay? Little kids coming in. Maybe cover a couple things up. I don't think that's so friggin' right wing to request. And most of the management was white because white women run museums. I don't have a I don't have a problem with with diversity in that sense. Hire who you want, but <laughs> when there's no actual documented racism, you have to dig for microaggressions and systemic hate, even though nothing actually friggin' happened. Okay. So this is Canada in 2020. Nothing happens, but you're found guilty of being racist, sexist, transphobe, homophobe because just because. Now. Yeah. It may be, it may very well be true that somebody in this museum holds racist views or senior employees treat junior employees badly. I don't know, mm -hmm. but no one cares anymore. Okay. Because no matter what we do to fight for equality, it's never good enough. And this, this body of the great offended has cried wolf so many times. So are the people filing reports of rampant victimization across the most fascist country on earth, which is Canada, are they being? I'm glad you got to the question. <laughs> I was longer. I was longer than I meant it to be. <laughs> you were ranting. Oh, I love that you hate the left, like the far left and the far right equally. Oh, and yeah, well, interest at all. You're just, you're just, <laughs> you're just like, dude. You can't be that far left to want to do some of these extremist things, right? So. It's good, but this is, you pr probably predicted, you did predict that we've agreed a lot. Yeah. We've agreed a lot. Okay. This one, I have to re respectfully disagree. Good. I respectfully disagree. Okay. I think, I think we're in a time when people feel liberated enough to snitch on their company's practices. You know, a lot of public sector institutions are experiencing the same kind of scrutiny. And I'll give you some examples. Peel Region School Board, 
Toronto District School Board, York Region School Board, Toronto Police, Peel Police, the list goes on and on and on. A lot of public sector areas have incidents of racism or systemic racism. And it wouldn't happen if we weren't in this day and age where people feel that it's needed, you know? That's just part of the process for public institutions. When people complain or they write letters to the higher ups, there has to be a report. It goes straight to there and then they hire some sort of commission to write a report. It happened for many of the school boards right now. And when the report comes out, you know what happens? It's not that they're like trying to snitch. It's literally a report to inform members of what's going on and how our institution, which is publicly funded, is going to make change. Like you won't believe some of the stuff coming out in some of these public school board reports. You can find this. This is, this is some knowledge. So this is like public knowledge. You'll find yep. stuff like white students are less likely to be given a suspension for the same infraction than black students in 2020. Would you have known that? Well, I don't know what the criteria is. I don't know what the... Well, let's say, that, let's say they got into a fight. Two kids right. get into a fight, right? Okay. Just like when they look at the hard evidence and you look overall, it's when you get that information, what are we, how are we assessing people differently, right? Mm-hmm. So we learn and we grow. And people of color who are applying to these jobs at the museum don't feel that they're represented in Winnipeg's diverse culture when the hiring practices are showing different. So they're saying, you know, <laughs> maybe not the, not the head of the museum, but like everybody else. And I've been to that museum. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is like seven floors, man. It's, it's like, yeah. it's amazing, the facility. Yeah. But they're just saying proportionally, there's not enough. And people are, have, or I read the article, they're saying like there was complaints of racism or homophobia that weren't taken seriously by management. So they learn and they grow. I think this is a good thing. And having that report is going to say, we're, we're, going, to, we're going to be honest with our employees. We're going to be honest with our, with our leaders, our heads of this management. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go and say, this is how we're going to move forward. These are the changes we're going to make to make this better for the public who are looking at us as leaders right now. What, learn what and the, grow. What are the changes, though? Like, what are the, see, I they mean, say stuff like, well, if somebody, if somebody complains about, if there was a customer that came in that made a racist joke in front of an employee and the employee reports that to management and that is not dealt with, or if they don't put a new policy on how to deal with racism from a customer, then that's ignoring what's going on. Well, that's something. So if, 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 if somebody calls you a racial slur while you're at work and you tell your manager and they're like, don't worry about it, <laughs> which basically is what happened, right? Okay, so you're, you're listing the problem, yeah. but what's the solution? The solution is to put in a policy. We say, I'm sorry, sir, this is, no, this is not, that type of language is not tolerated inside of these walls. We have to escort you out. Right. I would hope that that would happen anyway. I'd hope that the yeah. fellow customers would kick their ass out. True, but it didn't happen. See, what a, one of the problems that I have with all this stuff yeah. is that, no, I don't mean to sound callous, because no. I, I am very much on the side of anybody who is marginalized or victimized getting true justice. But I honestly think there's a big difference between justice and revenge. And if you, if you want revenge... That's cool. I love revenge. Just admit it. Like, I want revenge. I've I've never actually had revenge, (laughs) but I like the idea. I I mean, so we've gone to the point where this is not about equality. This is about revenge. Mm. This is about equity. Okay. I got your work. Okay. So you, 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 you said that people are feel empowered enough or or feel liberated enough to, to talk about these things. Acknowledge that we have come a very long way from the 1800s. I am so sick of 
people in Canada with influential positions yeah. in the public talking like we're 1950s Oklahoma. We're not. We're the most liberal country in the world. We're one of, we're, yeah. We are the most tolerant. We are one of the most progressive countries on the planet. And yeah. we are trying our damnedest to make sure that everybody has equality. And yet we are still portrayed as this fascist regime. And that's what people are starting to get sick of and stop listening to. So if there are these issues, I hope they get, I hope they get resolved. I hope they honestly yeah. get dealt with, but like nobody can actually give reason solutions for what they want. I, I mean, you did because you're a smart guy. But I agree with what you're saying. I think people, people take for granted where we live right. and they're just like everything. They're always looking for a problem and they want to make everything perfect. But right on a small scale, all these things, all these things that make Canada great happen on a small scale. So if we can fix something inside of this one institution, inside of Peel police, and then inside of York region police, and inside of the Peel board, inside of all these different parts of the public sector, we can, we can make our society better. So that's why I just say learn and grow. I think me too movement wouldn't happen if it wasn't for employees feeling like they could like report their problems. Right. That makes, yeah, that's a real worry because famous women seem to have gotten their their justice, right? But like, okay. I'm looking out for unfamous women. I'm looking out for waitresses and yeah. Secretaries. But they can still they can still complain to the higher ups if it's a public institution, and get so. get some sort of investigation started, and that's good. Yeah. You know what yeah. I originally uh, thought from your title? What that they were like hiding all the indigenous and Afro-Canadian exhibits down in a dark <laughs> corner in the basement. I'm like, what? What's, what, what's wrong with this? Because I, I was there, like I said, right? And that's totally not the case in this, in this one. I saw some weird headlines this week too, man. Huh? There was this one from Doug Ford. He put a, this was, this was an actual headline in the, in the star. Okay. Uh, fall plans for schools, not perfect but it's the best in the country. Says that says Doug Ford. This is, is that, what, what does this, that mean? Where's your data? Right. <laughs> like we haven't even gone to school yet. Wow. He's getting, he's getting kind of Trumpy there. The best in the, best, dude, best in the country. It's the best in the country. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people are saying it's very, very good. Very me, good. Uh, I was just like dying. I thought that was hilarious that you would even go there. The anyway. dirty, did you already do your very subtle pink phone flash? Yeah, yeah, I already. Yeah. Okay. Because we, I, that was a very interesting spirited conversation. You and I were on the same page, in essence. Yeah. Some of the some of the stuff around it we disagree on. But yeah. You're gonna you're gonna hate my song. Oh God, I think I read some of the lyrics. Oh, is that on there? Down at the oh. bottom. Oh, I didn't know you got that after I sent it to you. No, it's good. It's good. Um. I don't know. I don't know what chord you're singing in, so maybe I'll hate it for the. <laughs> <laughs> well, for for those of the for those of y'all playing along at home, yeah, it's in G. Okay, all right. Okay. We're ready when you are. All right. Did you? Um... Okay. Let me just. You might know this. Okay. Never meant to hold the door for you. That's the most racist thing that I could do. But all I said was, How are you today? And now you think I'm in the KKK. I offered you a cup of fresh coffee. You ran to HR and reported me. You said I'm causing you to have bad dreams. Cause I asked you if you wanted milk or cream. You know this song? Here's a microaggression. Asking you how your day was. It's a microaggression. Smiling at you 
Yeah, I'm looking at words and I'm making up in my head. So no. I'm <laughs> I can't see your face. I don't know if you're doing your It's doing time. good. It's good. It's good. Okay. Now in some seminar, I have to sit. It's white fragility or some bullshit. Well, all I did to say was you are hired. And now your lawyer says I must be fired. You seem to be mad at me all the time. You look for trouble when things are fine. I told you to go have a nice weekend. And now I lost my job and all my friends. Cause it's their microaggressions. Humming songs in the office. It's a microaggression shaking your hand. Yeah, it's the microaggression asking for your opinion. It's a microaggression because I exist. Very controversial. Yeah. Very A little pissed off with the left, are you? Okay. Well, not the left, because I am on the left. I'm pissed yeah. off with the Le Extreme left. Freaks. Yeah, the extreme left. All well, right, we're going to plug our podcast right now. Check us out on Instagram, at Overly Dramatic Podcast. Uh, right now, we do have uh, a link in our podcast for tickets to our next gig, which is on Friday the 14th of August. From four to six, it's at King City Roost Cafe. It's an outdoor, socially distanced show. Come on out, bring your friends. Uh, it's ten bucks, and all the money goes to charity. Anything for you to plug, Brent? Um, did we? So that's at King Road and Keel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just a little south of King Road. And uh, yeah, plug our plug our lovely guest's uh, TikTok account. Oh yeah, Jamie. She doesn't followers. have it right now, but yeah, she's got like 30. She's, she had 30,000 followers. So we're trying to get her back her TikTok account. Check out her YouTube channel or something. Cause she's a really entertaining kid. It was a yeah, lot yeah. Of she's got a lot of, she's got a lot of followers on Instagram. She's doing fine. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, final thoughts. So as some of you may know, there was a massive explosion in Beirut this week. Uh, thousands were injured and the death, death toll, which I think is weird. This, they quoted it as 78 or something today. I think it's in the hundreds. I think it's going to start rising. Um, yeah. all, the, all the woke folk are posting on their Instagram with the little prayer hands. You know, you've seen this, right? Right. But that's not the end of it, you know? You feel like you did your part because you just put your little post. If you feel like that's not enough and you want to do more, do your research. Maybe try to find out which Canadian charities have close ties with Beirut and try to donate, you know? I know the Red Cross International is one. Um, so check it out. Maybe you feel like you want to help out a little bit. That's one way to do it. Because at the end of the day, we're all one race, the human race, and we should care for one another. That's my thought. Beautiful. Did I... <laughs> you, know, you make me follow these like heartfelt... You're like Sally Struthers with like a puppy in her arms or something. <laughs> I don't know. I... My last thought was a joke, right? I yeah. Think. Was it funny enough? I don't know. Um, <laughs> just do the song again. Just do the song, man. Fuck it. Yeah, uh, just do that. Yeah, well, all right. I have no, I have no final thoughts because Patrick's yeah. really eloquent. Yeah. So, yeah, I do like, however, the way you were dissing on the woke. Yeah, that's good. Usually, usually that's my bailiwick. But, <laughs> I like the name woke because it's so stupid, right? So yeah. I think that such a stupid philosophy deserves such a stupid name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You and I are still good friends, right? Yeah, man. And we're hosting the we're co-hosting the show next week, next Friday. So if you guys can just come on out, you're going to have a great time. This has been overly dramatic. And I mean it this time. This has been overly dramatic. This has been overly dramatic. Nana Asoud.
Yeah. See you next week. All right. We would like to welcome to the podcast our special entertainment update correspondent, Jamie. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is a dream to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Hold on there, Jamie. This is the overly dramatic podcast, not the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Was it convincing? Oh, oh very, very much. He had me for a second there, right? <laughs> Which one of us looks more like Joe Rogan? <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't think I'm obligated to say. I think, I think my, my hue is probably a little closer, but I think Patrick's general head shape. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a combination of both. More, he's more Rogan-esque. Um, <laughs> he hunts well, elk, you know. Anyway. That's called acting, Patrick, and that's the close you're going to get to entertainment nowadays. Oh wow! So you're just you're just going around because of COVID. You're just doing acting scenes everywhere you go, Jamie. Is this what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I was shopping in a grocery store the other day, and I'm in the candy section, and an old man, probably like forty. He walks by me and he's like, mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. He's like, Forrest Gump? And I smiled, but you couldn't tell because I was wearing a mask. So he just kind of awkwardly walked off. Okay. That is some strange behavior, Jamie. You, you, said, you said walked off, right? Yeah, he just kind of like, yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> without saying anything. Okay. Hey, man, we're... Yeah, we're going to keep it clean. All right. Okay. That's really strange, Jamie. Really strange. Oh, so I love how Patrick reminds us every 30, 40 seconds to keep it clean. And <laughs> it ain't going to happen, man. <laughs> the only thing clean are your seamless edits going into yeah, these. That's edits. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're right. trying here. Tell me about it. He was so weird. But you know the best one? I did in front of a kid's playground at the park. I was oh. Sophie from Mamma Mia. And I'm there singing, Mamma Mia, here I go again. Go again. Mama. Mama. How can I resist you? A four-minute solo, perfectly executed. And at the end, there was one guy clapping nearby. It was Patrick. Hey, now. I have to say, it was really good, Grant. It was I, have to say, I have to say that you're like borderline stalker. <laughs> you're meeting all these youthful, exuberant people, and you're, you're just sucking the life out of them. You know, you're, you're going I up to the mats and saying, hey, can I videotape you? We and need people at our podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, it's a weird encounter, but he appreciates art, so I'll give him that. You know what? Like, any drama teacher would have done the same thing. The quarantine helps him avoid all the restraining orders. Is he always this weird when he meets new people? Uh, absolutely. Without, without fail. Yeah. So anyways, this is the entertainment segment, Jamie. Um, what news do you have? Okay, well, Cineplex just reopened and something horrible is happening. Parents okay. are taking teenagers to the movies. Oh, that's so sweet. That sounds like a great idea. No, it's mortifying. My dad, my dad took me to see Jurassic Park. I can't believe he did that. Great film, right, Brent? Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it was the most cutting edge thing twenty eight years ago. Yeah, great film. It's sure great really if you think flip phones and shoulder pads are great. It came out in nineteen ninety three. Do you know how much better graphics are in movies nowadays? Yeah, it's it's still a great story though. I think the dinosaurs escape. Humans almost die. The dinosaurs are recaptured. You just bored me to death. And also the storyline one through five. That's all it is. Oh, so you didn't enjoy the experience with your dad going to the movies? I was walking around mass. Everyone was looking at us like we're a couple. So no, it wasn't that much fun. The only reason <laughs> teenagers go to the movies is to make out. Right. Remember, or if they had movie theaters back in your day. <laughs> so you only, you only like like movies about like erotic vampires with troubled childhoods and stuff, right? Like you need to, that's gotta be like, you know, Twilight Zone or, or whatever. Yeah, you really just called out like half the movies this generation has. Yeah. Well, pretty much, yeah. No, I, 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 uh, I love them. You're flipping around Netflix and you see something that looks vaguely interested 
And then it's like, you know, seasoned detective. He's seen it all. He's 24 years old. You know, yeah. it's like, okay. He's still I, smoking too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There were four couples there, and trust me, they were not social distancing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's not even the worst part. What was the worst part, then? What was the worst part? One of the couples making out, one of them was my ex-boyfriend, and there I was, sitting with my dad, and then I found <laughs> out my dad has a crush on Jeff Goldblum. He made me swear not to tell my mom. Jeff oh. Goldblum? Brent, what do you have to think about? What do you think about Jeff Goldblum? I think in that movie, he was like a perfect 10, wasn't he? I, I'd say he gives me a big chill. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so weird, but ugh, let's just say I'm not going to Cineplex anytime soon. All right. So no movies. What's going on in the music world? What's going on in the music world? You've never heard of the big chill. Either of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You have. Okay. What's the big right. chill? It was a movie. seminal movie of the 1980s. Oh, so like when graphics, you know, weren't that great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, for heartfelt, you know, dramas, you need you need heavy CGI <laughs> for the oh, tears. Because we're gonna have nothing else to do. Indeed. <laughs> All right, what's going on in the music world, Jamie? All the top artists are having battles. Battles, man! I love me a good fist fight. <laughs> Not that type of fight. They go song for song. They had Jill Scott against Erica Badu recently. How do I put this in terms of your generation? Hmm. That's like a head battle between Madonna and Kurt Cobain. Uh -huh. but, but Kurt Cobain's dead. But his music isn't. In the words of Kurt Cobain, if it's illegal to rock and roll, throw my ass in jail. Jamie, we're we're trying to get on CBC here. Let's, let's <laughs> cut back the swearing. All right. Um, okay. Um, is it true? Never say ass on CBC. <laughs> you can, you can. Is it true? Um, if you're talking about donkeys. All right. Is it true? Uh, TikTok is a big form of entertainment these days with people your age. Why did you have to bring that up? I'm still recovering from a TikTok incident. I experienced a huge loss. Oh, no. You a huge a loss. loss, she said. Oh. Sorry to hear that, Jamie. Um, who, who died? My account with 30,000 followers. They just shut it down like I was doing something wrong. I just wanted to go viral. There's boys viral dancing shirtless with absolutely no talent. I'm better than that. I should be viral. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not laughing because we we don't agree. Um, can't argue. Can't so argue. Magic. Thirty thousand though. That's like the number of people who watch this show, right, Brent? Um. Uh, yeah. On an off day. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like it's like Woodstock on the other side here. Right. Numbers yeah. fluctuate. I, I get, miss uh, it. Sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I'm I miss it, but. I hate it at the same time. I'm at a crossroads in life. It's my midlife crisis. Mm. Make more viral videos or stop dancing in random places. Like that time I danced in the McDonald's drive-thru, um, almost got run over. Not a fun time. <laughs> Fred, where's the weirdest place you ever made a video? The weirdest place I ever made a video it was your basement last week. Hey, okay, let's cancel that one. We're gonna uh, <laughs> thank, you. thank you very much. So quick. <laughs> So quick, he's getting us kicked off the airwaves. Um, I don't know. I probably lots of places. I, I've I've been around, man. I've done lots yeah. of videos, lots of rock and roll. You know, yeah. we're around in the '80s, so let's just keep it there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes. yes. I was in the Breakfast Club. I showed up for lunch. Thank you. Right. Um, so we 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 actually want to help Jamie get her TikTok account back. Okay, Brent. Brent knows some people out east. Uh, how about, how about we appeal to our viewers, let us help her get her account back. Let's email TikTok. There's no email. Oh, no. Brett, what can we do? Can we, like, call somebody in TikTok to help her? I think all you have to do is speak out loud in your house, and Siri or your phone or your computer will pick up what you're saying, and then the Chinese will know immediately. <laughs> So if, I yes. just, if I'm sit, standing in the bathroom saying, oh boy, I hope Jamie gets her TikTok account back, they're going to hear it immediately. So you'll be fine. My question is this though, it's not a joke. Did, how did you lose your TikTok account? Did you do something? 
controversial. I, I literally just went on the app and it said I violated community guidelines when I would never. So, I mean, I don't even know. Your entire generation is a violation of community guidelines. <laughs> Trust me, I'm with you there. <laughs> Dancing in drive-throughs. You don't <laughs> dance there. You, got, you guys need like a, you need a war to chill you out, I think. Oh, I know. And, and Jamie, did you do something political? Were you like advertising for Trump or something like that? Like what? No, never. I trust me. The, I'm the least political person. Like I don't want to get into fights. I don't want to get stabbed or shot because I said the wrong words. So I just keep my mouth. And shut. and you just dance. You're just dancing somewhere weird and Hopefully you blow up something or at least so people get mad at me. But yeah, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> I feel like we should call somebody. We should call somebody. Let's get our let's get our viewers to call in to TikTok as well. Use Flash, Patrick. There's no number. Uh, we can we can send them a, a very firm fax. Yeah, let's do that. Fax machines. Those were invented in the eighties. With a frowny face. You know what, Jamie? You kind of look like right now, you look like ASMR. You look like an ASMR video. Do you do you know what ASMR stands for? Um Yes, I do, but I uh, not at this very second. It's auto, auto, auto something stimulate. No, do you? <laughs> Don't ask questions. Your butt can't cash. What? Something recording, I think. Yeah, it's auto. It's something it's supposed to make you feel good. I don't think it works. I watch them sometimes to chill out, but I don't think they work for me because it's like it'll be okay. Everything is good. It's more right. irritating, but okay. Okay. Your rent is due tomorrow. You know stuff like that. So it doesn't. Maybe doesn't that's not me. that relaxing if you have to worry about your bills and everything. Yeah, I think I think I'm on the wrong channel. Yeah. Mine, you know, mine's I, I, I just think some of, my, some of my things. You'll you'll be good. Uh, well, like we said with Kobe a couple of weeks ago, I we cannot look at anything you recommend. We can't, you know, no. like any links you send. We uh, we're being watched heavily by uh, by the CBC. CBC guidelines. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love to dabble in youthful pursuits. So, Jamie, you're you're going to have to survive just like the other seven billion or so people who don't have TikTok, and you're just going to have to be normal. Normal? How dare you say that to me? If by normal you mean get discovered by Billie Eilish, that's cool. You think I she's going to get? I can barely tell when you guys go back to the script. It's <laughs> What script? What I script? No what you're talking hey, about. She's gonna get discovered. I have no doubt that's gonna happen. Oh, absolutely. I'll just keep up my monologues. I think we are your rocket launcher to stardom right here. Absolutely. This is gonna go viral right here. Maybe you guys should keep a TikTok account open and I'll manage it. That's how we'll get <laughs> we're again we're we're gonna ignore that because we can't follow anything you say. Yeah, we're not we're not allowed. No. So I'll open, open. more ideas. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, I talked over you. Can you repeat that? I didn't. Hear the last thing you said. I didn't oh, hear. I'll just say it was one of your ideas. Exactly. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to see the air quotes again. Okay. <laughs> Jamie, this has been a wonderful update. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. you I had a great stellar. Mamma Mia, Jamie's here again. My, my, what the hell she talking about? <laughs> I don't know what TikTok is. Oh, and she's I barely give a shit, yeah. That's been our entertainment segment. Thank you so much.